Welcome to Lucia Wonders Why podcast. Can I say a big, big thank you for all those that's actually supported me through um, the podcast, really. I'm actually quite surprised (laughs) that I've actually reached uh, season five, episode one. Can you believe it? Uh, I can't. It's still hard to comprehend because it's something that I did not no, when I, you know, just put it into the universe, I didn't know how far it would go. But at the same time, <laughs> I'm very much grateful <laughs> um, of where I am. So I want to say a huge, huge thank you to everyone who's supported, um, everyone who's shown love all over the world, wherever you are. So I want to say a good morning, a good night and a good afternoon from wherever you are listening to the Lucia Wonders Why podcast. Yes, we are on season five, episode one, as I mentioned. And this season really is mostly looking at the attitudes and the behaviours, just as, as us as people, different types of people, and how we communicate and how we connect and how we resist and how we can be backtracked uh, sometimes based on various types of connections of how, you know, we are felt or the vibes that we get um, or a certain experience that we go through. So we'll be looking at the attitudes and behaviours just in general, really. Um, but particular with this season, I will be doing um, a lot more collaborations um, if you've been following me throughout my journey, um, majority of my seasons have been just me on the podcast. So um, with this one, it's uh, this season's going to be uh, collaborations from all types all over the world, which I'm really, really excited <laughs> um, about. Uh, but I've just got to take it a step at a time. So without further ado, let's talk about the whys and let's just let it flow. So the question that we're looking at is why some people can never admit they're wrong. Why is it so difficult for people to admit when they're wrong? Now, um, to back me up on this particular topic, um, after the break, you'll be hearing a interview that I've had with the wonderful and the fabulous Rosalind Khan. Um, she's an author, a coach, a previous TEDx talker, a professional speaker, and she's from San Diego in California. And she is a very inspirational woman within her own leg, her own league. And um, we'll be hearing her opinion on why some people find it hard to admit when they're in their wrong. So my opinion is is quite varied, really. So looking at examples, just the top of my head, you know, 
admitting to wrong could be something small as uh, buying the wrong flowers <laughs> that someone's instructed you to get. It could be as in-depth as uh, being betrayed. It could be being lied to, being juggled by, uh, being played by rather. Um, it could be uh, something um, quite as, as serious as passing information or processing information while you're at work. You could be doing an admin job, customer service job. And um, a piece of information from somebody gets passed to you and you've heard it incorrectly and you've processed, you've processed it incorrectly and it's just all gone down the pan. So it could be not admitting you're wrong in those type of examples. It could be letting a secret out. It could be car accidents. It could be an accident, any accident. It could be walking in your local town and it's packed and you've walked the wrong direction and you've bumped into somebody and they're like oh sorry sorry and it's just like some people can't say sorry when clearly they were clearly in the wrong um so it could be some of those things but looking from shallow to depth as it's quite a wide topic why some people can't admit they're wrong um, from a psychological point of view, I, I try and think of it as two things, really, as um, you either have a lack of, of self-aware uh, or you are aware. And if you are aware, then <laughs> um, it's a little bit of having that coward moment, that stubborn moment, that that moment of being in denial. Um, and it, it has different effects on ego. So it can boost someone's ego um, when they don't admit that they're wrong. There's some kind of um, being satisfied towards that, you know, or it can, you know, hurt someone's ego, making it very fragile. Um, when someone finds it hard to accept responsibility, whatever that responsibility was and is, um, it can hurt someone's self-esteem as well. And that's when things can get into the psychological constitution of, of entrapment or mind entrapment kind of thing. And it, it then leads that individual, whoever that individual is, it could be that it leads them to blame other people instead of just admitting that you were wrong, <laughs> you know, um, whatever that wrong could be. As I said, there could be examples of something small from something very, very in-depth, hurting someone's emotion through betrayal or anything like that. Um, so it, it's one of those things where as well, I just think some people just, um, everyone's got a past, everyone's got a history and I think some people just hang on to the past, but to use it for the present, like whatever circumstances that happened um, to them in the past, um, it, it's depending on what those experiences were. Um, it's like some people use that to, to blame others or hang on to it to become this person of not admitting to their wrong. As I said, admitting to your wrong could be anything, anything as small as buying the wrong flowers <laughs> to, as I said, you know, lying to somebody, you know, cheating on someone. It, it, it could be something like anything. So it's just one of those things where I think to myself, um, it, 
not everybody responds well to criticism you know um you know it's it, it's a bit difficult as well as depending on how that person um uh, speaks of of the, the criticism, how they're trying to help that person, if they're trying to help that person, are they trying to belittle that person? It's all those kind of things, really. And, you know, we all make mistakes. And I think I've got to think of it from a point of view of, of school. That's what it takes me back to um, school. And, you know, <laughs> thinking back to when I was in secondary school, to other people in different parts of the world, it's known as high school. And it's the case of a teacher telling you, uh, you know, this part of the mathematics was wrong or this part of your physics when you're studying physics, this experiment was wrong in your group experiment. This is the part that you play, but you've done it wrong. And this is how you've done it wrong. And some people explain how to correct it. And then some people don't explain how you correct it. They just tell you it's wrong or you get your books handed out. (laughs) I'm just thinking back now. You get your books handed out to you, slap, slap, onto the onto the desk, and you open your book and you look at the last time when you was last in class, and then you just you just see these red writings, just red pen, red pen of opinions, 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 and sometimes they're opinions with no help of how to correct. You know that's the more frustrating thing. Um, so it it. Some part, some people don't take criticism well, um, whether it's in your workplace. Again, it's the delivery of the criticism um, and, and that can be difficult as well. And I just think of um, my personal experience of when I was in uni. Oh, gosh, just doing assignments. <laughs> I mean, if, if anyone's ever gone to college or studied a diploma or been in the last parts of high school and they've had to do really in-depth um, coursework and assignments, especially uni. And I tell you, these things, I tell you, these things can really send you through the roof emotionally and mentally. And depending on what tutor you have for what semester, whatever, some tutors are so harsh when they respond back to you with your work. Like, I can't explain. It's just highlights, highlights. This is what you've done. You shouldn't have done it. And there's just no help of how to guide you. Or they just tell you, look at how the um, referencing is done in Harvard referencing. And that's how you should follow. And you're looking and you're trying to do this, spot the difference. And you're just like, but I don't understand where I've gone wrong. Or you're looking at how you should have backed up a theory kind of claim or opinion. And, you know, so it takes that admitting to your wrong and I think um I had so many tutors throughout throughout uni for different topics it just takes that one person to sit with you um and go through and have that time with you and say look this is where you've gone wrong this is how you should have worded it yes you were going around the topic but this is what you need to say you need to say this don't don't go around don't go around the circle <laughs> you know say what you need to say and and your backup is great but you're not saying the point you're just going around the garden kind of thing so i remember stuff like that when it comes to the uh you know the cognitive uh, development of children development and just looking at um just looking at the 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 growth from birth to adulthood and you know looking at language and physical growth and you know how 
the psychosexual and the behaviors and the personalities just influence the the development of behavior through satisfaction and all those kind of things it just all bringing back memories now so it's 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 difficult when you don't admit you're wrong but with me it was hard because it was like no I can't be wrong why have I got this low score when my score last time was much higher and eventually I had to let down my guard and accept that I'm wrong and and you know, redo the assignment or, you know, given another chance for the next one that I've got to do. So it's just, it's just having that wider mind and that wider perspective of admitting that you're wrong and this is where I've gone wrong and I'm going to correct myself and I'm going to do better and I apologise. Um, so it's just looking at things like that and also looking at um why people find it difficult to admit that they're wrong. Um, environmental factors you know everyone's brought up differently in different parts of the world religious background no religious background culture differences the whole shebang it's just you know there's so many factors around it and you've got different parents and you know it's very difficult uh, in the sense of you can either have barriers a lot of barriers growing up or you can just be you know, just out there and there's no rules, there's no barriers, like a limitless kind of thing. And, um, you know, it could be where you're harsh that you, you can't make these mistakes because of how it will look on the identity of the parent or the guardian or the foster, on the foster parents rather. Um, and it's just looking at all those different things that install in a person as they get older, that, you know they can't admit why they're wrong just can't admit why they're wrong it's just not them it's just it just can't be so it's it it also um it can hinder and become very toxic now speaking of toxic you've got toxic people just like you got toxic foods and plants that we can't eat or something you know stuff like that (laughs) and it's the case of with toxic people that I think they are one of the hardest people to admit that they're wrong. You you might as you honestly you might as well go outside and have a walk or you know um find something constructive to do because to waste your energy on someone toxic it 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 really drains you out. It can really hinder your emotions and it's just all over the place. Um some toxic people, I just think they, apologising is not always genuine. It's like a script. It's like, it's like a script so embedded in their head that it's, it's just like as, as comfortable as saying hi and bye, you know, and sometimes some toxic people use apology as a, as a, as a kind of manipulation. So you're probably thinking, what do I mean by that? It could be the fact that they manipulate you in a way in in giving what they want or getting what they want from you um in a, in a certain way where you kind of you know belittle yourself a little bit and they they trick you into like div- you know delivering your kind of forgiveness or getting the forgiveness out of you rather than them the person actually should be the one apologizing so you end up being the one that um really either forgives them in a type of way or 
for them, they find it hard to, you know, forgive you. So they put the blame on you. It's a whole lot of, it's twisted, absolutely mind gains, twisted. (laughs) That's why they're called (laughs) toxic people. (laughs) It's just crazy. So again, that can be another thing where people find it hard to admit that they're wrong. I think once you admit that you're wrong, you, um, you, it becomes quite empowering, but it takes a while for you to get there. Everyone's got their own measurements of time. And when you, when someone finds it hard to admit that they're wrong, it's, it's taking that accountability and taking that responsibility to say, look, this is what I've done. And, you know, I apologize. It won't happen again. But when you can't admit to it, again, it goes back to, if you're, you've got that lack of being aware or if you are aware, but you're in denial, you're just completely in denial because it's just hard for you to put out there that you're in the wrong. It, it just can't happen. So you will hear after the break, the interview that I had with the wonderful and the fabulous Rosaline Khan, where she gives her thoughts, she gives her opinions and a little bit of her stories actually and experiences of, um, you know, encountering with people that can't admit (laughs) when they're wrong, again, from the most deepest things to the most shallowest of things. So um, look forward to that, guys, and I'll catch you after the break. Hi, my name is Rosalind Khan. I'm a professional speaker. I'm an author. And today I'm going to begin by why is it that people can't admit they're wrong? You know, my life is like a file cabinet of different people I've come in contact in life. And, you know, I could go from stories of of emails that I that I sent that shouldn't have gotten intended and and people take them as if the the validity as if they were gone and they 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 can't admit they're wrong. I, I remember one time meeting someone and there was a a major misunderstanding. I it was a funeral and I went up and she's like, You're this person, you're this person and I went up and I gave her this big hug. And it all goes down to he says, she said. She said, I sent a text that I had a conversation. I'm like, I have, I'm not psycho. I know what I said and I said what I said. And and she therefore went ahead and ex- excommunicated me. I mean, there was a, 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 a situation with another person. I, I did some work. I had an agreement that was working with me on some production stuff in the world. And we all know it's it's all about technology, technology failing. This is a theme here. Yeah. There's a theme here. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, there was a person one was told to go ahead and record something in, in, in this way. And person B said they had done it exactly as, as appropriate. And when the, the video came to fruition, it couldn't be used and no one wanted to take responsibility for for what it is or what happened and you know here I am left holding the bag of what is it's people make promises of things that they're going to go ahead and do and and they just leave them and I, I think it's in today's world I was at an event this weekend and um 
I was helping someone to promote their event mm. and I wanted to be at the forthright and say, I'm inviting you to this, this event. And, and I want to let you know, because I don't want there to be any surprises is that the cost for this event is, is, is X. And, um, you know, because I remember I had, I had a situation with, with another person and they were helping me out and they said services cost, X and I agreed that services cost X and then they said there was services cost Y and I said I, I don't remember what the services cost Y well what, what are you talking about this Y and I, I spent literally the day going and saying this is what I remember that I said this is what I remembered you said this is what I'm willing to pay for and I'm willing to pay for this and we're willing to do this and they would never acknowledge the paper that I went ahead and said, and all oh, day long, yes, you're upsetting me. You're upsetting me. You're making me mad. You're making me mad. Will you just go ahead and respond to me? You said, and I'm like, thing. you said a key thing there um, of acknowledgement and responsibility. People do find it difficult to accept responsibility. It's almost like you hurt some of their ego. So listening to that example, that was very interesting to hear, Rosalie. Yeah, it was. It was just like. You know, finally, I just went ahead and said, <laughs> take it, take it. Mm. You got to be, you know, you may, you, you, you may, you may be thinking in the short sight, because if, if you had held out for the, for the big opportunity, I mean, I had an opportunity that there's a person who's worldwide known, who has great clout and you could have had the opportunity and, and you didn't. And so, mm. you know. I was at an event this weekend, the same one that I was at, and I met this beautiful lady. And, wow. and you know, they say people are born on, on relationships and what you do and, 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 and the person you are. And I, I said, you know, can you help me? I, I need this little service in my life. And when I sent out the thing and she said, what do you need done? I said, well, I kind of have a lot of things done. When I got the text this morning and she said she'll check it out and mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, this is this is what life's life is about. There's there's bigger players and, and bigger opportunities. And I said, Hey, you know, I'm gonna be on this call this morning with Lucia and you know, I'm gonna be telling the world and I'm so excited at another broadcast in, in England and she wants to get it out there because there are people who wanna utilize my services because I, I say it like it is. You know, there's there's a thing on my on my webpage, you go to rosalincon.com and I don't sugarcoat things. I like that. I like that. And, 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 you know, Lucia sent me three emails and where are you? Where are you? Well, I guess it must be on there. I, I better get on there because I, I don't like what I tell people to be places and they're not, they don't show up. So I, I, you know, maybe I was wrong. I thought 4 p.m. on United States time, but, but I was wrong. And, and it's, it's like, you know, we're, we're human. Yes, we are. Like, we why are. why can't we why can't we just accept the the mistakes that we've made and and move on it's exactly. it's like you know the 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 person with the video that didn't happen i i began with the hawaiian homo onopia i'm sorry please forgive me thank you i i love you and um you know i would do anything to have some semblance of this piece and 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 he, all you got was it was a bad experience that I wrote it off. Yeah, it's a shame when people um, do that really, because it, it, in a way it's part of growth, but you have to then change to work around the mindset of who you're dealing with. I mean, it helps to be positive and it helps to be straightforward and not sugarcoat things, like you said, because you see things clearly as you are, you know where you stand, you know 
how that person should receive you. And, and it just doesn't bring anything toxic, you know, it, it does, there's no misunderstandings. So, yeah, so I mean, it just, it just, it just goes, goes on and on. And, and, you know, we ask the question is, is it them or is it me? Yes. And, yes. and, and I'll give you a clear example. Mm. I worked in an advertising agency and, um, it was, it was in the Valley. And one day I had, uh, it was very slow. Mm. And so I would take the opportunity and I would practice my typing skills. Yeah. It was never an opportunity to, to learn. And, you know, I had a college degree and so on and so forth, but I, I needed to up my speed and for, for good reason and good will how. And this lady comes up to me one day and she says, they're going to fire you. Oh, wow. really? You know who got fired? Oh, gosh. She did. Oh, wow. And so when, 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 when people put this stuff on you, it's 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 them mm, mm, mm. you know they they just it's a reflection you know, of them that sometimes they put onto you it's 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 them and it's you know my beloved students in my class i tell them over and over and over again you know the assignments are due at this particular time they're due they're due they're due i sent out a, a message you know they kept me after class why are they why are these dates here why are these dates? okay you want me to change them i'll change them we'll make them all the same and then they're like do we have all these things that are, are due this day i'm like yeah and at at, at 10 o'clock there's only two students who've submitted their assignments i'm like wow. i want i want to help you on this i want to help you on this but i can't help you if you don't do what you're supposed to do exactly exactly no you're right you're and right. you, 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 you got you, you, you got to step up to the the plate and and, and do what we got to do because i can i can lead you to water yes. but i i can't make can't you, make you drink. drink and <laughs> you can't you, you can't make you drink and you know there was a an interesting quote that um i wrote oh gosh wrote let me know these, the quote it's um finding hold on here hold on here it was something about um let me turn on the light um well there was a a joke about a refrigerator i gotta turn on the light go for it go for it There is no better feeling in life than giving back to others. When we give back to others, it comes back to us yes. in many ways. Um, better, there's, it's better to give back. There's no better feeling. There's no better way than to feel in giving to others. It makes you wealthy in, in so many, so many ways. Um, and not just money-wise speaking, in terms. No, of it's it's money. not money. It's not money. Mm. It's um. Well, here we go. This is what I learned today in my morning meeting. Okay, sure. That um, we should, we, I belong to this group called Thrivers, and you can join them too. And you're supposed to thank a person today for something that they've gone ahead and done. And so I went ahead and I, I thanked my husband for every trip we go. He's, he's my driver. And he, whenever we go on road trips, he does most of the driving, and I get to, to rest. Yeah. Oh, and um, and then 
and then we're gonna high five someone i'm gonna i'm gonna high five you oh. i'm gonna tell you thank you for having the show and oh. and finding clarity in the world of of oh. why people can't accept their responsibility mm. and then there's the r and the R is what are you gonna do to rest and relax today? So how are you gonna rest and relax today? What are you gonna do? I'm gonna rest and relax by doing some self journaling later. I'm gonna do that. I'm going to indulge in some lovely fresh strawberries, um, which I've been meaning to open. And Ooh. I'm also going to look at some uh, documentaries on Netflix and see um, what I can get from there. That's how I'm gonna relax this evening. That sounds that sounds beautiful. I said I was gonna hug my dog and take him for a walk and oh, get some exercise. What do you have, if you don't mind me asking. Oh, he is probably out with my husband right now. He is a a poodle terrier, and, and oh, he is God. he's a riot. If you go to Rosalind Khan's Instagram, you will see plenty of Rosalind's yes, dog, the white little pictures. fluffy little, the white little fluffy little guy. That's yes. mine, and you know, go ahead and go like ahead and join on and. <laughs> And, and you can see all about me, the ins and outs of yes, what I do. I TEDx speaker, author, humanitarian model. Yes. You got it. It's it's all there. It's all there. Yes. Rosalind Khan, R-O-S-A-L-Y-N. Last name is K-A-H-N. You can follow me. And the next thing is, who is it in the world that you need to say I love you to? Oh. So, you know, there's this lady. I know who I need to say I love you to. I don't. So there's, 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 there's a lady, Kate. And Kate is in my thrivers group she and i met in a professional um personal development group but i want to tell my new person who's working on my web page that i i love him because he's changed my my perspective on people who are web developers i want to tell his assistant i love her because no matter how many times we do things she never gets mad she's always oh that's okay patient. we got it she's patient with me. she's got the world's patience and i'm going to tell my students i love them because i think sometimes that they need oh, to yes. hear oh yes a that they, 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 they are they are loved mm. and those those are a few um that's excellent because you don't get i can't remember growing up and hearing a teacher just thanking the class for their efforts you know um in you know obviously if you went to this assembly or if you went on a school trip and you've done well but in terms of actually valuing your students i think that's lovely that you you incorporate that into into the day because it, it can make a difference. It really can. Oh wow! Okay, and then the the um, the V is for value, mm. and take time and um, appreciate someone for what they've gone ahead and done. And and that was my the person who's working on uploading the stuff to my my web page because. You know, I, I said from day one, I'm a speaker, yes, and uh, things things happen today, tomorrow, and and the other day, and oh, I'm in Vegas. Here's here's the event here. Make sure you get those photos up, and it's it's, it's the after effect. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> I know you was a part of the modeling uh, crew in regards to Father's Day. I did see those on your Instagram, by the way. I did see those. So yeah, I know you are a very very busy woman. That's why I appreciate the time that you take just to even do this podcast with me. I really, really do. And I've got to put your book in my Amazon basket. Um, the book that's called a message for tomorrow's leaders. So, yeah. Um, oh, did, definitely that, that, that would be awesome. And, and let me just tell, tell the listeners out there yes. what the book is about. It's 46, 
essays from people from 12 to 88, giving them advice on how we deal with the pandemic. I know, for example, in, in London and Canada, it's been wicked. You know, people are locked in barrel in, in their houses and they're not allowed to, to get out and it's horrific. I mean, here in the US, it is a cornucopia of activity that in California, supposedly the world is open, but you know, you still see people around with masks and there's there's a conversation, do masks go ahead and increase our health and this, that and the other. And there were places on the East Coast in Texas that never had their masks, that never had low, closed downs and lockdowns. So it's interesting. And there's a, supposedly a, a new virus that's that's out that could be deadlier before. Yes, and and I, I don't know what's happening. So the, the next one is, who do we hold un expectations that are unrealistic about? And who might those be? And what can we do to have a more realistic expectation of them? And the, the R was to realize that we're all different. Um, who is it in your life that you need to have a conversation with and listen to um, get their perspective of what's right in the world and what will you do differently? And the S is for support. Um, and who is it that you can go ahead and support? So that is my group. And every day we have a different person that goes ahead and talks about, about their definition of what the word thrivers is. And, um, here is the point. Um, every one of us has a point in our life where the days don't go the way we want them to. And there's something that, that we can do to open up our minds to help us shift the mindset from, from bad to good. And the first thing that you need to do is to go ahead and look inside yourself and ask yourself the, the message that you're going ahead and giving to yourself. And number one, you can um, you can go and, and, and get something that you enjoy listening to you. You can go and get some music that you um, that you enjoy reading. Yes. And you can go and, and get something that you go outside. And the important thing is, it's up to you to, to make the adjustment. And we're all in charge of our attitude. The situations don't call, but we can go ahead and change the attitudes. And um, and who I am is I am. And, and we have the ability to make that change. It's a book of 365 things of how you can feel better about yourself. Yeah. Who I am is is I'm not a. Me in. That's what drew me in when I read about it. I thought, yeah, this is this is the book that that out of all the books because I know you've written a lot of books, uh, but reading about that one, I thought that's the one that really drew me in. So. Yeah, and, and 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 that book there, the one on on the screen there, um, really touched my heart because in the pandemic, lots of things happened, but it became a guidebook. There's a kid who's 12 years old. His name is AJ Stunts. AJ Stunt is a humanitarian who will be awarded in this international event that I'm looking at for young people. So if you know a young person who's who's done some phenomenal things, reach out to me and I'll see if I can get him in, involved in these oh, activities. Um, this 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 child um, is a stunt car rider, but during the pandemic he was raising money to help a homeless center. Um, and he raised money to go ahead and get things together for young children who, um, didn't have things. And he raised things for pets to have pets to have doggy treats and, and food and things like that. And it was just e amazing of the things that he gave back. 
every holiday, whether it was African-American rights or Independence Day for the Hispanics, he just posted something on his page and he said, if there's anyone who needs some work being done this summer, I am here. I want to help you, serve you and whatever I can do and get the work that, that needs to be done. How many kids do you know in the world would, would do something like that? I mean, it's just, it's just un, un, unbelievable. And, uh, you know, he made the time, despite his busy schedule, that he could be included in my book. And he said, it's not one day. It's every day that we need to give back and give something to our society. So I'm going to ask you the question. If you're listening to this, this audio, this is Rosalind Kahn from Southern California, wrote a book called Random Acts of Kindness. What today will you do to help make the world a better place? Then if you would please go to my Instagram and let me know what you did. Because all of us have the ability to change our world in which we live and make it a better place for everyone. And um, he's just one of the people in the book. There's another lady whose name is Pink Lady. She is 89 years young. She's ever fessing, excited, and changing the world and how we live and how we look at things. And she's just rocking and rolling. And she's got her, her own show and her own series. And there are people from beauty contestants to people who have automotive things. There's a gentleman there whose name is Jonathan Lightman. And Jonathan Lightman was the head of the Faculty Association of Community Colleges. And when his wife read the story about him coming down, having pancreatic cancer and becoming the anomaly, mm. the person who survives, she said, with tears coming down her face, this book needs to reach the world. Today, I'm speaking to you from England. There's someone listening to the story who wants to change kids' life. Get this book into kids' hands. Put it in libraries. Yes. It's, it's a book that, that changes lives. The cost of it is nothing. I mean, in, in here in California, you can get a downloadable for less than a Starbucks. You can, you can, you can get the book for less than um, two Starbucks coffees, and the book will change your life. You can look at the reviews on Amazon. Um, there's a, a lady called Songwriting Shame who raves about it. There's a person named Damien Joan who rocks about it. There's a person named Marlene Fields who's a, a performer who's, who's performed with James Brown who's gone ahead and, 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 and posted up there. There's reviews in there by Carmelita Pittman who's the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Um, you know, I've got luminaries and I have everyday people that's, that's part of that book. And so, Rather than focus on the people who, who, you know, can't take responsibility, I like to leave people with an uplift in a positive oh, way that we can look and live our life. And well, thank you, thank you, Rosaline. Um, I wish I could talk to you all day, but I know um, you have a busy schedule. I know you've got another appointment after this, but um, I'm definitely. Um, quite taken back on some of the things that you said and, and later on it's always at the end of the day that I reflect on my day so I know that I will be reflecting on on this recording as well in terms of what you've said but I just want to say a, a big thank you for joining me on the Lucia Wonders Why podcast and I hope we still continue to stay connected and um, I will be uh, giving all those that are interested into your, your books and what you do, I will be sending the links out. So we're just going to close this podcast and say thank you for joining. Thank you. Rosalind. Thank you so much.
So welcome back, guys. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that interview with the lovely Rosaline Khan. Um, I will uh, pinpoint where you can find her more towards uh, the end of the podcast. But um, I really hope you enjoyed what the conversation was about there. And um, it just really goes to show that sometimes with difficult people, like some of the examples that Rosalind Khan was saying, you've just got to surrender and be like, okay, all right, okay. I know, I, I know, I'm not, not, I didn't hear anything stupid. I, I know what I heard. I know what I did. I know what I said. Okay, all right, all right. Because sometimes it's just depending on who you're dealing with, to go around in circles, it's not helping anyone. Um, and eventually you do have to come to that stage. You do come to that stage where you just got to laugh and think, all right, okay. Because if you let it stress you and you let it get you down, it can just, um, completely, uh, turn your day upside down. And then you can feel the tightness, um, within your body. These are for those that are in tune with their body and their feelings and their emotions. Cause there are some people who, um, I mean, everyone has emotions, but some people are not in tune with them or they deny them and they just suppress them kind of thing. So to conclude, I would say um, for why some people can't or choose not to admit that they're wrong. I think based on the conversation that you heard and obviously my opinion, um, I just think that it just can ruin relationships and I'm not just talking romantic relationships it could be friendships situationships part-time ships full-time ships work relationships any kind of ships of connections it can ruin relationships and um it really stops the individual from from self-growth and just it it sends that negative impact and you know people talk people talk you know, people just think, some people think, oh, women talk a lot. Women talk a lot, but so do men. <laughs> no matter the age, <laughs> try going to a good barbershop. Men talk. <laughs> men talk. Um, same way women talk, whether it's phone, face-to-face, whatever it may be. And I just think it just sends out negative vibes and people catch on to experiences of what they've experienced with that person and then they connect it up and then they have a good chat wag and then it's your your reputation that you know your record as 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 what my granddad would say your record follows you wherever you go um so be careful of you know how you come across to people and be careful of how um, you are a role model to people as well. Um, you could be a role model to people that you don't even know who are looking up to you, um, whether you're related or whether you're on social media or what it may be. So it can really give a bad negative vibe if you're someone who, um, again, it depends on the depth of admitting to when you're in the wrong. It really can give a bad kind of, you know, profile. It also leads into the psychological issues as well um, in terms of, I think personally, I mean, if if you agree with me, I would love to hear your opinions on this. Um, and if you don't, send your opinions in the same way. I just think it can lead into someone becoming a very pathological, consistent 
uh, in liar. Uh, you can become a person that is quite toxic if you weren't, you know, you're not born toxic, you know. It's, you can create that kind of personality about yourself where you just continually lie, you know. You, you're continually the person that is always in the right, never in the wrong. And those are some serious psychological issues that, that can be dealt with if the individual wants to deal with them. So there's different stages and depths of lying and it's that moral compass of, you know, being objective and being absolute and I am this person and, and, and you know, I'm always right. That is not the case. No one is always right. It doesn't matter your educational background, that does not mean a thing to me like jelly bean. It does not mean a thing. What means a lot is the person of who you are and what you stand for. You know, um, just because you can have three, four, five degrees, two diplomas, and you've gone to school, don't mean a thing at all. It doesn't mean you're right because you've been you know, fortunate to be educated so highly, that is not the case because you can be educated so highly and, and really still be an idiot, <laughs> you know, um, depending on what you have to say. Um, so it's just one of those things. And I think if you do come across someone who's very hard headed, whether they're in your circle, um, by circle, I mean, in your friendship groups, whatever groups that you're in, I just think that, if it's if it's someone that you feel that is constantly always in the right and they dim you down and they press you down, not physically, but in conversation and it kind of belittles you and you feel a little bit small about yourself, then maybe you've just got to create some boundaries um, towards that person. Maybe you've just got to not see or speak to that person regularly, hence boundaries, love them from a certain distance and stay calm, stay strong and eat some Haribo's, <laughs> um, continue with your life and keep it pushing um, because it's not worth it really, it's really not worth it. So I am glad that you have managed to get to this part of the podcast season five episode one and if you are looking to get more information about the lovely Rosaline Khan you can find her on YouTube as Rosaline Hollywood you can find her on the TEDx talk on the breaking cultures uh, barriers and you can find her on LinkedIn Facebook and Instagram with her name spelled R-O-S-A L-Y-N and Khan, K-A-H-N. So you can find it anywhere. And if you're interested in books and you like reading and things like that, she's also on Amazon. As I previously stated, she is an author, a coach and a professional speaker. And she's got about three, four books on Amazon. And, um, you know, uh, one of them I will be purchasing and um, it's called, the one that I'm going for is called A Message for Tomorrow's Leaders. And that's just basically about a collection of personal testimonies from different types of people, age 12 to 88, with different ways of facing their fears 
and being in certain situations that's helped them overcome and and just gain empathy and more responsibility so that's the book that I will be going for um come next week and she's got other books out there like random acts of kindness and she's also got another book called dogs and roses um dogs and roses is about reducing the stress and anxiety in today's troubled times with her experiences of loving dogs and being a dog owner as well and she loves flowers as you can find that on her instagram so if you want to tune into her and see what she's about in depth be sure to connect with her she's such a lovely graceful person very grateful to have that interview with her and i hope guys you have enjoyed it before i go thank you for plugging in on youtube those that have plugged in in depth for season four which was based about the visual monologue of Dented Smiles, part one. Um, you can catch me on YouTube, Lucia, L-U-S-H-E-A, and you'll find the visual monologue there. You can also catch me on Spotify, uh, Google, Anchor FM, and Apple, iTunes, same thing. Um, iHeartRadio, you'll catch me if you want to hear my podcast in different areas. There's about eight or nine different platforms. You can hear me on and it's all free. <laughs> it's all free. So, um, yeah, I appreciate the donations. I appreciate the emails. I appreciate the likes. And I just appreciate you listening to this podcast. And I hope you have enjoyed it. And I will say goodbye, ta-ta, and good night. See ya. Hey, so Rosalind, we are back again just for the brief questions. And I'm going to ask you two main questions towards um, the podcast conversation that we've just had. And that is how can compassion help with self-development? Okay, so I'm going to go way, way back to how we were created and brought into this world. And there was compassion and love that, that made the person that we are to here today. As, as a young child, we, we have compassion in us for that mother that, that feeds us milk, for the person who puts clothes on our back. And it becomes, it becomes a choice. It becomes a choice that there are many people going out in life and they look for that person to love them, to love them, to love them. But the key, the secret is, you have to learn to love yourself. When you can learn to love yourself, the rest of the, the, rest of the world will come and, and be at your side. Mm. Compassion begins begins inside you. Yeah, It's the things that you do. It's the earrings you put on. It's the necklace you put on. It's the way that you do your hair. It's, it's the way that you speak the words that you have. If you learn to love yourself and realize the impact that you give to the world is, is what you do for yourself, that is how we can develop that you, you can't compare yourself to someone else. I don't, I don't care how many thousands of likes that you have. I don't really care how much I have. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not going to change my sleeping pattern. It's not going to necessarily, uh, you know, my bank account is, is it's, it's, there's, there's, there's more that, that, that social media has done to, to damage our society than help us out. And so learn to love yourself irreflective of, what others think. Yes. What next, others say. The next and just be, you know, be, be the person you are. And so we're going to go on to hope. Yes. And hope is, and, and 
we 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 have to have hope. Hope is I, I I heard a statement that if you were to know today was the last day of your life, what would you do? Where would you go? What would you do? What were the things that you were to go out and to go ahead and accomplish? And the the hope is that we make each one of these days just exactly that because we never know when our day is going to come to the very end. And so that by having this this mindset of what we can do and be hopeful for a new tomorrow we never know when that next tomorrow may not come so do the things that you need to do today don't stop don't wait don't say later i'll, I'll get around to it yeah because yeah. the reality in life yeah i agree you don't I, mean, know, you, I, I have that mindset now even for the littlest things Rosaline. If, if i think the day is good to to lawn mow the grass i i, I will just lawn mow the grass i won't say oh i'll leave it in a few days time especially with british weather i know it's completely different where you are in los angeles but with the british weather it's just the little things even if it's just a to-do task that i need to do for promotion or i need to get some reading done i won't leave it till another day um i'll do my best to say you know what you know certain things can wait i will put this first so it's really a mindset thing, and, and I agree with what you're saying in regards to if it's our last day, we 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 got to make the most of it. And so. and why not why not treat every day as if it is? Mm. Treat every day as if it is, and when your time comes, you will not be forlorn for the life that you missed. Exactly. Well, you answered those pretty sharp and sweet, and uh, just like the books that you have written, very sweet yourself. <laughs> And I just want to say um, a big, massive thank you to you um, for your graceful spirit, for your time um, and just being very real, um, very honest and real, even though we have never met one another or spoken. This is the first time. So I just want to say a big thank you uh, for joining me on the Luce Wonders Why podcast. And I hope to stay connected to you and I'll say goodbye. Goodbye. Oh. Thank you so much. Gratitude beyond words. <laughs> Stay